Welcome back to Tuesday Night. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo. This is The Audible. Welcome to Hogs Haven. Welcome to uh, all you Redskins fans joining us on Facebook Live again. We appreciate you guys spending your Tuesday night with us. All-Star Night. Uh, it's an All-Star Night in the basement. We got some All-Stars in front of the camera, literally, behind the camera, literally. all over the place. <laughs> um, we will get everybody's uh, say. We have a uh, special guest at the top of the show. I want to introduce uh, the backup quarterback for the Washington Redskins. One of the two backup quarterbacks for Washington Redskins. Kevin Hogan, D.C. favorite. Thanks for having me on. He's real, people. It's good to be here. He's real. He's actually here. The two other uh, WCAC quarterbacks uh, who join me every Tuesday night, by the way, <laughs> in this basement. He's Tim Strachan. What's up, fellas? What's up going on? Uh, appreciate you, Kevin Hogan, for being here. It's uh, really excited. This is a good night. Happy about it. He's Kevin Riggup. And I'm exhausted from working out with Kevin Hogan, Trent Williams, and Adrian Peterson on Twitter. It's 55 days till kickoff, man, so pardon me. Oh, I, I gotta tweet it's going to take me a little couple breaths to get through this. Yes, and let it be written, let it be said. Uh, you know, this is a, uh, a whiskey-drinking podcast, but a man's in training. He, he just said no, uh, and that was, you know, part of our original yeah, first, we're, first we're a week out, so I'm going to pull right. back a little bit. We'll catch you after uh, the Super Bowl. We'll catch you after That's the Super right. Bowl. That's right. Welcome to Brian Stabby. Mike Less this evening, but uh, managing our Facebook uh, Live stuff, editor over at Hawks Haven. And uh, let's jump right into it. So, you know, one of the things that um, I was we were talking about beforehand, Kevin, was when you uh, called into the show the last time, something that really uh, was relatable to so many Redskins fans out there is, you grew up a Redskins fan, and it came through when, yeah, when yeah, you were talking right. to us. Yeah, but you are—you represent a, a Redskins fan that's much different than us. Um, a younger one that, that, that does not have the same experience that, that we do, and yet um, your excitement about the team comes from you know very real love of you know growing up a Redskins fan. So, I ask you a couple questions uh, about your Redskins fandom. Okay, um, all-time favorite Redskins player, Sean Taylor. Best answer. That is the, the that's that's the number one answer. Best answer. Um, best Redskins win awesome. that you ever saw or, or oh, experienced. Uh, definitely had to have been. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what year it was. Uh, down in Dallas. Uh, was it Monday night? Was it, uh, big game. Santana. Santana. Now, yes, Santana calls. Yes, it was. Two late touchdown or, bombs. Uh, or also maybe the Tampa. Was that the playoff game yes. when, when Sean oh, returned the touchdown? There you go. The playoff game against Tampa. I think Sean returned. Was it a fumble for a touchdown? Well, he and he spit in uh, Pittman's face, I believe. Yeah, that's part of the game. Part of the yeah. game. Part of the game. <laughs> well um, said, sir. From a quarterback's mouth <laughs> to all of your ears. <laughs> As, uh, a Madden fan? Are you? Did you play some Madden or not really? Not really a gamer. Uh, I was a while ago. Uh, not so much anymore. Okay. Um, I so try Stan- people who go to Stanford don't play games on. Oh, I guess oh, you'd, you'd be surprised. Uh, they, 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 they make the games. I'm helping you out here, man. <laughs> Come on, first they first they invent the games. He's doing all right. He's then doing they, right by himself. Then they, <laughs> you know, code the games Actually, and then right. they dominate the you're games. Right. Um, Not as much anymore. Trying to prop though. up Stanford a little bit for some reason. I don't know why. Stanford's been propped, sir. <laughs> Redskin, past or present that you. Would most want to, well, since you said Sean Taylor uh, for your greatest Redskins of all time, Redskin that you would most like to play with, past or present? Um, 
That's tough. I mean, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm just getting to the, the team now. Let's do so past. Let's do past. Past? We'll, yeah, past. As a um, fan. Yeah. Past. Wow. Just to be in a locker room with I one think, of those guys. Uh, I think uh, maybe Chris Cooley. I think I'd go to him on third down a bunch. Yep. And, yeah. and, and uh, that's actually, it's a, you know, because that's a, it's a great answer, but it also yeah, underlines. Yeah, he just you. That's well, a great answer. So I was going to all the games. You yeah. know, you were probably going to all the games. You know, it, when the team wasn't good, um, and Chris Cooley was one of the players that we clung to as a fan base because um, he was productive. He Chris was, good. was always a bright spot. He during was a, a dark time. Spot. And there was there were some during a dark time. There were a good number of those guys, especially on third and long. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well said. But you would if it was third and seven, you throw it <laughs> seven yards. What right? I want to know, just because <laughs> that's he, the key. I, I, I didn't actually realize how young you really are, but the fact that Jonathan Riggins has not come out of your mouth on either of those two shocks no this side. How do you know? Shocks this side of the table. I mean, he's the man, but yeah, I not that experience. Yeah, it, it was just before I was watching. I, I never went back and watched some of those games. You should. I should. I definitely <laughs> should. But uh, just the guys that I grew up watching. So let's do a little uh, all-star theme um, a, a night. So we, one of the things we wanted to talk about on the night of the all-star game was get, do a little Pro Bowl uh, question, you know, get, get you thinking about some Redskins history. Okay. Cool. Uh, I will let Kevin lead off. Uh, I foregone the Super Bowl era, and I went directly to the Kevin Hogan era. Okay, and, and good. Since you've been born, my friend, the Washington Redskins have had three Pro Bowl quarterbacks. I'm going to ask for your names. I'm going to ask them for the years. And I'm going to ask how many appearances. So um, this goes back to, and I'm going to tell you the earliest. The earliest I'm going back to is 99. I've given that one away. But in your lifetime, and this is, this is crazy, and this is why I love your fanship, because it's, it's kind of nuts to us. Yeah, wow. Okay. Um, I can't even, I mean... Hey, Kirk, you guys, Kirk, no, Kirk hold was, on. Kirk was yes, pro there you go. Yeah. And you guys are eligible for this. This isn't just a straight punching. Hey, we invite someone to come uh, to the right, basement. We right. just pelt uh, him with, like, how about a, this question? in 1937, no, who so rushed for Brunel one? Brunel didn't get there. He didn't get there? No. Brad Johnson. There. I think yeah, Brad, Johnson. Brad Johnson has to be. Brad Johnson was 99, a one-time Pro Bowler for us, yes. I can't believe it. Kirk Cousins was a one-time Pro Bowl for us. What year, gentlemen? That's for you two, not for Kirk Cousins? 2015? Yeah. You're wrong, Ken. 2016. You're right, Ken. That's when he made the yeah. tackle. Now, there's one more. There's oh, one more out there. it's Danny Warfel. There's one more out there, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a tough one because it's right there, and it's obvious, but it's not, and it's RG3. and it's... RG3. Yeah, Is it RG3? So. Well, I, it's got to yeah. be. 2012. Yeah. Did you have a, a number 10? No, I, I, okay. I, I didn't. But I got to play with Robert, so yeah. I know him. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that definitely slipped my mind. Yeah, man. Seven I mean, in a row. Your Cleveland Browns era is nuts. I mean, you got Pep Hamilton, Pep Hamilton. You know, you got, you know, Pep Hamilton. Hugh Jackson with Pep Hamilton. I mean, that's crazy, though. I mean, in college, you deal with a man. And then was, was that the case in Cleveland? You had Pep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And I love Pep. Yeah. I think Pep's one, I mean, one of the best coaches I've had. I mean, for a young he man off all who, the who's coaches. been coached by David Shaw, Pep Hamilton, Mike Bloomgren, Andy Reid, Brad Childress, Matt Nagy. Hugh Sanders and Al Sa- Hugh Jackson and Al Coach Saunders, <laughs> but there's a guy right over here. There's my, one of my favorite teammates of all time. That uh, you know, an original coach in the building, Jeff Clay, Jeff Clay. Gonzaga '94. You can come in here and say hi. These two heads will fit. My freshman no. coach, technology freshman at Gonzaga. Yeah, oh yeah. Me and my guy Kevin go way back. It was a pleasure to coach him. I'm happy to see him home. 
can't wait to see him come out the tunnel so we can um, cheer him on. We actually have a limit on Gonzaga guys in the basement, and it is two. So you have reached the limit. No there's, more and there's people out there, and they know. They're yeah, just, just trying like, to get in. They're and waiting I, for you to leave. I owe a lot of thanks to him <laughs> for letting me air it out my freshman year. Otherwise, I don't know if I would have It's all because of you, Clay. Kevin, I owe him a lot of thanks for many <laughs> freshman years myself and airing it out on my end. It was certainly beneficial when someone else caught it from six yards away and took it 67 to the house. Yeah, that's a good man to have on our side, brother. Let me just say, just say this one thing. I got the call, um, and they were like, yo, Jeff, we got this great young QB down here. We need you to work, we need you to work with them. You know, hopefully um, you guys can get some things done. And then uh, Marcus Washington was coaching with me. He was the head coach. And uh, we put him in position. And Kevin just took the reins. He had a lot of talent. But, I mean, I had nothing to do with it. The kid was a natural. You just call a play, tell him where to throw it, and he put it in the right spot. And we had a lot of success. So, um, I mean, it's cool that you that, that so many Redskins fans who are from here and from the D.C. area can relate to the fact that, you know, you, you played in high school. There, which is awesome, and, and as as everyone knows, we're a, a WCAC show as well. We do a, we cover the league. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But um, you were so you were just out west uh, working with uh, working with a lot of your Stanford guys. Yeah, so uh, I, I spent a lot of time out there during the off season, and then when we get this little break uh, right now, uh, I went out there for about two weeks, and, and uh, it's nice because a lot of the pro guys go back there, so. You have all the facilities. You have, you know, good weather, um, and guys to to work out with, and uh, so I try and take advantage of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you get a lot of um, advice from guys who are doing well around the league. Sure. Um, and, and try and get better. So, uh, on behalf of a lot of fantasy uh, players out there, are we talking first round, second round for luck this year? Or I mean, what are, what are you thinking? Uh, I'll say, I'll say this that. He was in there probably six hours a day, like doing two a days by himself in the off season, to the point where I'd like try and hang out with him, and he was like, "I probably just didn't want to hang out with me." But. <laughs> no, that's not true. That can't be true. But he Come was, on, that he, doesn't he reflect was, well enough, right? But he, <laughs> <laughs> but he has never been so so focused on getting back on the field, and uh, it's something that I, I respect because you know this. He, Got a lot. Of, he signed a big contract, but he oh, yeah. loves the game so much, and and he wants to do well for for Indy. Um, and so it was cool to see that dedication this off season. And I think he's going to do well this year. Um, I think uh, Bryce is uh, slipping under a lot of people's radars. Uh, we, we, we 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 he we hasn't slipped our radar. No, we we were, we were very happy if we would have been yes. lucky enough. Yes, to, to get that guy, um, Bryce Love. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think he's gonna produce. I think. I mean, I think he is a producer. Uh, we we we, we would have you know been happy if they would have called that name off. Um, but um, it's cool that you know uh, a, a good you know big time conference, big time program um, with all the all those chops. You come in. Uh, you, you you played on Sunday a little bit. Um, I, I say you know I know I watched it. Uh, we all watched it. Everyone <laughs> out there, we watched it. Uh, had the had the I announcers. Seen I seen it. Uh, I wrote a song about it. When here here goes. They you know had the announcers talking good. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're coming here competing, right? I mean, yeah, a, absolutely. a competition for, um, you know, for, for a quarterback job for the Washington Redskins. Um, and that all starts a week or so from now. Yeah. We report uh, a week from tomorrow. So all right. Getting close. 
Hey, man, I'm a historian. These guys give me a hard time, mostly T, since I was little. I'm, I'm a big championship it. guy. I'm a big he guy. Deserves that, it. I'm a stats guy. I have all these weird things in my head, and, and somehow this random. gives me the forum to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I know this. As a historian, you know, you throw out names. Like, I was at the Super Bowl when Jim Plunkett took us under. I was there. I was eight years old with my father in Tampa Bay and my godfather watching uh, Jim Plunkett give us the business, mostly Marcus Allen that day, but he was a reigning Super Bowl MVP, yeah. but Jim Plunkett, John Elway, Andrew Luck, Steve Stenstrom, your name is right smack dab at the heart of the middle. I mean, you're the third all-time passing leader, you're the third all-time in touchdowns, in a group like that, at a school like Stanford, and you must come here and think, are these guys putting together a 40-plus, 250-pound-plus football league, or am I at a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. You're at a podcast, <laughs> and, and we're so happy to have you, and... Uh, you just handle here. yourself the way uh, you just, as, as a backup quarterback, the guy that has to come in out of nowhere when someone goes down, you have that mentality, my man, and, and, and you're not a backup quarterback as a starter in this league, but you're here with an opportunity. You just talk a little bit to me about the guys that you played for that I listed, and, uh, and this opportunity that you have here in Washington, D.C., rooting for the Burgundy and the Gold you grew up working for. Uh, I mean, or loving, yeah. And loving. I mean, what I want to know is... is Tell me a little bit about Jay Gruden and that deal that you had with him after all the names and all the names that we just listed. This is what it is now. We're here in the basement in Kensington. Give us a little uh, interest. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. In the nest, um, the basement nest. You know, first of all, I, I, I'm extremely blessed to be able to come home. I, I love the city. Uh, and to Man. be able to play for the team that I, I grew up, uh, you know, dreaming of playing for, always going to the games. Um, and... It's cool to be a part of the locker room because, you know, I, you know, guys still, you know, root for their childhood teams to do well uh, in the NFL when you're uh, – you, now, not when you're playing them. You want to beat them as a competitor. Sure. But, you know, it was, it was cool still watching these, these guys play and, and now to be able to be teammates with some of these guys and uh, be back in the same room as Alex and, and get to know Colt. Uh, we got a really good thing going. And uh, I think it starts with, uh, with Jay and uh, – he, he has, you know, impressed me so much with uh, his, his knowledge of the game and the way that he makes playing quarterback so much more friendly than any system I've been in. Um, wow. It's just a very quarterback-friendly system. Uh, it lets us get the ball around, be efficient, and I think you've seen that in the past, you know, yeah. however many years. Uh, and it's only going to get better. Uh, and, and that also comes with Coach Cav, Coach Kavanaugh, and Coach Kevin O'Connell who they all mesh so well. Um, there are no egos, and you know I, I've been around some egos, but it's all about what makes people comfortable to play, play fast, play efficient, uh, and I think that we got a lot it's of that. too much uh, of play when you say you've been around egos. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think that we got a lot of cool personalities in the room uh, that, that are gonna gel together and, and we'll all feed off of each other. Uh, but I'm, I'm most excited uh, to, to play in the system. Well, that's refreshing to hear because we've actually on this show just last week, we're talking about Jay and the fact that he, we've been Jay fans from the beginning. And, and, and we see as former athletes ourselves the way that the players relate to Jay. And to us, that, I, that resonates a lot. Yeah, us. definitely. And I, and I think that also, you know, you can tell a lot by how uh, like defensive guys respond to like a coach who, who's more offensive-minded, and uh, it, they respect the heck out of them. Yeah, and, man. And I'm, I'm, you know, cool to hear. I'm kind of sitting back, watching a lot of things, uh, 
because I'm, I'm I'm new. I'm, I'm trying to learn by by watching, and mm-hmm. uh, so you, so you really see how how everyone uh, will go to battle for him, and uh, respects him a lot. And I think that he's a guy. He's the the best guy we got leading us. And we yeah. talk about this is your second stint with Alex. That's right. Well. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I was with uh, Kansas City. I got drafted there. Was there for uh, a minute, and uh, <laughs> almost literally, but. Uh, but that was yeah. some BS. Let's be honest. That yeah. was a little BS there. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to say it. I will. Proceed, sir. I apologize. But uh, I, I got to know him uh, throughout my time there, oh. and uh, it was a good experience. And um, definitely learned a lot, but I was really excited to get back and, and, and be able to be in the same room with him um, and have that comfort level w- with a teammate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the career that he's had, uh, you know, he – He's up there now. He he, and, and and he doesn't let it show. Like his, uh, he's his a pro- aging. He's like a producer. He, yeah, but he's. I'm out there working out with him today, and this guy is still running around like he's in his peak. Like, he's in his prime right yes. now. <laughs> he's in his it, prime right now. He's and a freak, I, I'm right? So, he's a freak. He's, he's a, a freak. freak. Yeah, but it, he impresses me every day, and uh, I'm excited to learn from him, and, and then to be able to to get to know Colt too, uh, who's been awesome. We all like. I swear we went out three times a week to play golf or get some dinner. Who won? Hold on, who hold won? on. This is the who best won? part. No, no, yeah, who won? Who won? Who's, who, Who's the golfer of the just three? Just say it's you. Say it's you. I mean, honestly, they're both like they, they'd go back and forth. I'm, I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm not there yet, but they those guys go nasty. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Really? Like single digit? No, I'm not there yet. Three or four. Trust me. I'm not there yet. I can imagine Alex being like a scratch golfer. Yeah. And, and to be honest, cold, cold as well. Yeah, of course. Um, hey, in a room when Jay's asking people to take more risks and make less mistakes, seems like they got the late we, three guys there yeah, ready to rock yeah. and roll. We talk about, um, I, I talk about it as a, 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 he's a Gruden, uh, the Gruden ideology, the Gruden philosophy. I think it's a thing, and, uh, and I think, and John coming back in the league in, enhances that that idea. Um, I think that they are PhD level offensive minds. Um, and that, that whole FFCA thing that happened in, in Florida um, was a real amazing thing that created some people like Sean McVay. And I think also Jay Gruden, for that matter. Um, and so uh, uh, what better – I mean, we're talking to, like, the one guy who benefits the most from, from playing for uh, a, 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 a coach that was a quarterback who's an offensive guru. Um, it's the quarterback. You know, like, everything's for you, obviously. And, and as well it should be in today's NFL – um, but so that dynamic, I mean, it's not like you're working. It's like the head coach of this team was a quarterback, and his whole scheme is for you. Oh, it's, it's quarterback it's friendly. Big. How yeah. cool is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and to have a coach who's been in your shoes, stood in the pocket, had to, you know, avoid a uh, step up and avoid a sack while making an off-schedule throw, to have someone that understands that. Uh, and he got beat up official, yeah. doing it, right? I mean, he took some hits. Like, yeah. Not against Ireton. Not Either. against Ireton. Sorry, boys. No. But, yeah. No, maybe against the against the Stangs, uh, but we'll get we'll talk about the Mustangs later. Uh, if you're <laughs> if some people are, are accidentally tuning into the uh, McNamara Tennis Podcast, which is uh, don't move to no. tomorrow. Hey, just, hey, just move right, to tomorrow. That, that allows me to do punch this. him in the Who face. Who is the funniest dude punch on the him. team? Just the dude that you don't have to look at him and laugh. Just he's talking. You're stretching that dude. We all know who that dude may be. We all might have an idea in our head in this basement. It's my favorite dude. question. Just hey, it doesn't have honestly, to be one dude. Just any honestly, dude. Like, Keeps it the lightest. This dude, Anthony Lanier, has me rolling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Love it. The guy in the interior, too. A baller, yeah. too. Yes. Uh, Morgan Moses. He, he's always got a smile on his face, which, 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 which gets us all going. But uh, it's just a lot of good dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, good locker room to be a part of. And every lo- honestly, every locker room I've, I've been in, you know, everyone, everyone's cool. Um, comes from a good place. And uh, that's one of the cool things about the NFL is we're all just guys, you know, playing ball. So Along those lines, since becoming a Redskins, what's, what, what is a, a moment as a Redskins where you're like, is this real? Like, is this really happening to me, or just something that <laughs> that that, that kind of just gave you a moment where you're like, washroom. I can't believe this is happening. Like, this is cool. Yeah, um, I mean, well, every day, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be acceptable. But uh, I think uh, so. From our weight room, we get a nice view of the old. Uh, I think it's is it AstroTurf? Is that what sure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably called something different now, but <laughs> whatever it is, yeah, it probably hasn't. That's old. That's old. Teachers call it Astro. Since it. you've yeah, been yeah. alive, but it hasn't been called that. But I don't know if it is Astro. Is it like outside Bobby Beathard's office? Yeah. Are you in Carlisle? They still got it at our facilities. They're just holding on to it. Probably for sentimental reasons. But. Uh, sp- sorry uh, in advance. I apologize on behalf of the Redskins who have traditionally fielded the worst field of all time. Um, they're terrible at fielding fields. But uh, I think I think it's the coolest thing. Like my first day there was I just got was was looking at the field and uh, you got the helmet in the middle and I, the field has to have been there for. Since the facility is old as us, forever. That was a cool. That was that was probably the first time it really hit me. Like this is cool. This That's is, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we everybody grows up that way. Yeah. Everybody grows up in their backyard with a couple of buddies or brothers, and you know, you're, it's fourth down and and and, and whatever. What was the jersey you wore in those games? You're playing for your hometown team, and and it's just Redskins jersey. What were you wearing when you were playing in the backyard? Oh, well. Because I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have my twenty-one yet. Yeah. But, uh, probably Patrick Ramsey. Yeah, I know, I know. It's gonna be something like that, right? We just buried our seventeen-year-old family dog, and her name was Ramsey. It's a good name. Good. She gave us a ton of love, and that's why her name was Ramsey. And you guys can laugh all you want. No way, man. I still think Spurrier should be outside for crimes. He sat in that pocket and let Steve Spurrier protect the nastiest defensive end with a tight end from college the year before. He should be rung up on charges. Steve Spurrier is one of the most heroic quarterbacks in Redskins football. He's a murderer. could have been up on charges of pass protection. We don't do pass protection. He was like, how many? Adult abuse. He didn't even leave like five in. I think he thought like the center was eligible. Ramsey hung in that pocket and let that ball fly. Dude, just be thankful you didn't play for Spurrier, man. Yeah. He did not believe in, in protecting the passer. And he certainly had no problem getting rid of – he got rid of Stephen Davis. He got rid of a big, big offensive lineman. And Ramsey, I mean, he was a victim. Yeah, a name he never, was a mo- victim. never spoken. I love that. That's exactly, that's exactly the era. That's great. Let's get, I love that. Stabby, you say you got a question from Facebook? Let's get let's Facebook? We got, we got – come on, guys. Let's get in this yeah, discussion. Facebook's on come on, tonight. let's do it. All right, we'll do a couple rapid fire. I'll, do, I'll give you three. And you tell, tell us who, um, All right, who, who it was. Andrew's got a question. Which guy is the most underrated that guys don't know about but you think just blew you away in terms of talent uh, that you've seen so far? So far? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of guys. Uh, I think uh, it, it, it's nice having and Paul Richardson out there. He, he's been making a lot of plays in the spring. Uh, I mean. He's gifted. Everyone knew Jameson was Jameson. 
Um, but uh, let, me, let me see. Honestly, uh, I, I've been real impressed with uh, with the young guy, uh, Geis, uh, Darius. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, there you go. But but you know, every, football football doesn't happen until you put the pads on. But he has yeah. been he has been a, a great guy in the locker room, um, and and on top of it, playbook wise, and, and has made a lot of plays in the spring. So good 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 for him. Is there a guy other than the top three receivers who's who you've been able to gel with, or who has surprised you at all? Um, I mean, no one's surprising me, but definitely, definitely uh, getting comfortable with with a lot of guys, getting extra work. Uh, the thing that I've been most impressed with is the guys that stuck around this summer uh, to get some work, and uh, you know, sometimes people go away for vacation or or whatnot, but guys stuck around and have been getting a lot of work in. So, all right, and then last one from, from who? Dan, from? Dan Gumby. Who would you be, be most scared to get roomed with at training camp? Jeez, um, I don't know. No one. Scared. Good answer. Yeah, well, yeah. And here's Scared. the deal. And this is what I took from that real quick. A member of what has been called, not by us, but understood, the lost generation. The lost generation. Has a member of their generation. I know. Who's ready to rectify this whole situation. And uh, and That's the perfect answer. No one. Yes. No, nobody. And... Uh, a representative, it, it is, it is poetic. Um, before we, before we jump to, I think the uh, the denouement, so to speak, of things. T, there you go. Oh my God. Um, what we're talking gotta, about at whoa. on SB Nation this week. Look that up. We're doing uniforms. We're doing jerseys. We talked a little Stay bit before the show about it. Um, jerseys are a thing. Whether you, you know, it's. I think the Madden player has a jersey jersey thing, but the average football fan, I think, has a jersey thing, um, and. So I put the first question to you as we have a little bit of a broader discussion on the state of the Redskins jersey. What's your favorite Redskins jersey? Um, I, I like the uh, the retro, the throwback to to the one with the with the the arrow on the helmet and the, and the kind of more faded burgundy. I think that was um, two thousand two, if I'm not mistaken. That, that was the seventy five year, seventy five, yeah. something that, like that. That's probably my favorite. But uh, I, I like when they. I think they do it once a year now. Um, but otherwise, I, I like when they go all burgundy. You like um, that? I, I do. All like burgundy. It. I do like all it. burgundy is pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, it is. It is pretty sweet. It's pretty nasty. They, and I don't think their record is terrible when they go all burgundy. They've had some tough games. They had an all burgundy. Tough game uh, on a Thursday night against Baltimore. It was crazy cold. Uh, right after we – it was the year where we started out hot with Jason Campbell, and we came out of the bye, got blown out by the Steelers on Monday night. Where they came, be all right. Th- and then <laughs> – well, no. I'm, for jerseys – Stuff that gets him going. Oh, yeah, so, like, what's your – your memory associated with jerseys? To me, the all-purple, I think, cold getting shelled by uh, the Steelers and the Ravens' defense – um, but, I, but I like the old school burgundy with the bright gold and the circle R. Oh, um, sweet. Now, and I, Would you ever want gold that on is, gold? Oh, dude, that's th- there's too many Pac-12. No, that, 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 that's, that's a Thursday night know, football man. deal. And yeah, Cal probably did that go. against you. A color rush? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think the white on white is, is, is too good that's pretty, to, yeah, that's pretty to tight. try and mess that with was, That was your boys, uh, Brunel and Moss. They, they love yeah. white on white. White on white, yeah. You have to understand, this dude's gone from purple to cardinal. Yeah. I mean, purple is just and, and ridiculously awful. Specifically, I don't know why would you would specific. ever be proud of like that. There's been no. He's from a traditional background. That's and right. Yeah, we're not going gold on gold color rush around here on Thursday night. 
Like that's just not our. That, uh, it's, it's not pumps. my thing. It's By the way, I think Gonzaga should go TV back to a brighter, a brighter purple, not like the darker purple. I think they, the, the purple has gotten darker. I think they should go back to a I'm like an old school you. bright, bright uh, purple. Like Kevin Hogan's <laughs> a big deal tonight, but I'm gonna tackle you. Here's what I want to know. And you can't do gold. Here's what I want to know. I want to go back to roots. I want to go back to local roots. Where did you? Where did you first don a football uniform? How far back? How old? Organization, throw it, names. So, rec league. My 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 uncle played college football at Notre Dame. Well, I was gonna get to that too, Coley so, O'Brien. Yeah, so I, I think that I I was wearing his number three jersey. Where? Which may have been also a Joe Montana jersey. <laughs> oh yeah. Growing <laughs> up. But for uh, what? What? Around, what, around, around Hollis. When around did you start playing football? When? It, what, how oh, old I, st- were you? I started playing football in third or grade. Rick Meyer, right? Um, with the McLean Mustangs. McLean Mustangs. I was middle linebacker. Nice. There you and go, buddy. Offensive guard. Shout out McLean Mustang. He was, he was my, he was my <laughs> center. I didn't think they he was my center yeah. our, our seventh grade year. So yeah. I have there that on. Go. So, all right, McLean Mustangs, and then uh, and then straight from there to Gonzaga. Yep, went to Gonzaga. Where you wore purple, and it was just a horrible yeah. color of royalty. It was, it was terrible. It's, it's unique. Like, to no, the, it's terrible. It's, no, it's only it's one awful. team. It's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, I love that Kevin's here tonight, and I love Jeff too. But yeah, you know, no, you're great just, guys. You but know, I mean, purple's not your color. Someone right? has to be purple, okay? That's kind of the way I see it. And uh, he, he stepped up and took one for the team. Should have worn it tonight. Yeah, you should have. Was I thinking? You should have worn purple. I had my St. John's ready to rock and roll. I was totally. You know? I had my Mustang <laughs> shirt too. I was not. Listen. Listen, yeah, he's WCAC. He I transcends know. purple. I know, I know. And now he's doing something about this situation. They're bringing in gold, and that's way more important. So I did want to go he's, back to your uncle, right. Coley O'Brien, a name that resonates with a lot of people in this oh, room. Man. Leave it to the a old local guy. guy. Yeah, let's talk about your uncle. Tell us, tell us what you know and what you learned growing up about your uncle. Um, well, just the big one was, was the – the, the Michigan State 10-10 tie. Yep. Um, obviously played at St. John's. Yep. Scarlet uh, and gray right there. He knew, his color, right. he knew his color combination. Probably. The I mean, family is all right. Arguably the, the greatest okay. player in St. John's history. Without a doubt. And I've heard about him since the second I got on campus and I lived there forever. My dad being an ADM football coach forever. Joni Waldron told me the, the yep. truth about what the deal was. Yeah, that's and right. what and, and what a man to know and what a man to talk about. And I'm old enough to have heard both of these stories. And now I get to hear you tell me that he's related to you and I get the real deal. But <laughs> is he maybe turning over in his grave just because he did go to Gonzaga? I mean, this this has got to be a weird... No, nah. state inside the rivalry. <laughs> Come on. Oldest rivalry in high That's school true. football, right? It transcends right. families. It, it transcends number one. friends. It, it, hey, look. We all stick together when it's when, through thick and thin. When we go off, when you went out to Stanford, you know, if there was a WCCA guy out there, you know, you, you'd stick oh, together. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And when Jeff and for I sure. went to Catholic University, yeah, we were dealing with all the Philly, Jersey, New York. Like, yeah. And at some point, privately, we'd take care of this little bit. Yeah, WCC <laughs> is definitely a family. No and, when, and when no it was time doubt, to podcast, man. what happens? No what happens? Now, now look what happens. Yeah, Kevin Hogan shows up a week before it's time to get loose. Yeah, all this right, is what so happens. It's a family. So we'll put a, we'll call a wrap unless there were any inspiring jersey uniform comments on Facebook, which sounds like there wasn't. Get off That's the okay. Jersey stuff. Well, you got one. Jeff's got one. Uh oh, Jeff wants not, to chime in. We have to. No, I it's, just want to go back to, um, content. to college because there's very little conversation about that. And I'm a huge um, college football fan. Pay the bills. But outside of um, Palo Alto, where was your favorite place to play? Oh, that's a good one. Um, there's a few of them. Uh, I'll say Oregon. Oregon, yeah, Autzen, when the, when they were rolling, uh, 
that place you couldn't even hear yourself think. Um, I remember, you know, like those turf fields, they got the little like rubber pellets. Those things are bouncing up and uh, up, up and down on the ground. It's so oh, that's loud. Awesome. Get out of awesome. here. Yeah. That's cool. Now, that's I'm sure awesome. they're pumping in noise, but uh, <laughs> let that go. Uh, the Coliseum down in, down in L.A. Um, and the Rose Bowl were probably Did you ever – you guys never played at Hawaii when you, awesome. when you were there, did you? We didn't. It, it wasn't against Maryland and the Foster Farms Bowl. I mean, come on, man. Seriously. Hold on. He's got two Rose I was Bowls, on site for that. Two Rose Bowls, and you want to talk about I the Foster there. Farms Bowl? I try and forget about the Foster Farms Bowl. <laughs> it was so boring for you guys, wasn't it? Uh, man, Three Pac-10 championships, two Rose Bowls, and we're going to talk Ter- about It was a terrible farms. way to spend New Year's Eve, I'll tell you that. It was for, really? Yeah, it was terrible. Okay. All yeah, right. That's no. good. But you, so played, you played well. <laughs> you played well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. but I was proud it was of just you, a tough though. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. It had good look, look it good, good on you, It was good for you. It was great for you. To be honest, it was, it, was, it was shortly after your dad's passing, and I know it was yes. probably tough, and it was the first time I got a chance to see you down on the field, and... uh you, your dad yeah, has a special place yeah. in my heart, and, um, and you know I, I I know that there is no being or spirit that is more proud of you right now I than your dad, Jared. That. Yeah, I know he is. I know he's looking down. Yeah, and a very him, so. happy anniversary. Yes, right. Yeah, very right. happy yeah. anniversary. Your parents' anniversary was tonight. Yes, would be tonight. So yep. my, awesome. my sister and uh, I took out my mom to dinner. So it's awesome. Uh, and you're home and to do and that. And I had to skip dessert to come here. So. <laughs> Well, where, 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 where'd you go to? Where'd you go to dinner again? Because that 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 got me, man. I'm just gonna tell you, that's real cool. Yeah, um, uh, place Westwood in in Vienna. Um, my dad loved playing golf, so that was his little getaway from home. So we went uh, we went over there that's to get awesome. dinner. Your dad had his places. Oh, he did. He, he he had his spots where you know they took care of him. <laughs> he did. He did. Well, I will tell you, we're gonna take care of some family business on the way out tonight. As uh, you all know, the way we end uh, Tuesday night on on the Audible is with a three three round draft, and uh, we usually it's usually nine picks. Tonight's going to be twelve, um, and the theme of tonight's draft is and apologize to some of you guys from from over overseas uh, or or maybe on the other side. We're going to do uh, WCAC athletes uh, who made it to the league, football players. So uh, all guys who played in uh, the conference. Uh, Jeff, you got you're, you're good. All right, so he's yeah. I can see like he, the wheels are turning. All right, so WCAC players. So these are, are guys from the high schools uh, in the WCAC who made it to the NFL. Uh, I did a, a pre-show drawing for draft order, and it was an alphabetical order of of schools at the table. Um, so, and I it was completely random, completely random. So uh, it'll go this way. Counterclockwise. <laughs> Who was Counterclockwise. Bishop okay. McNamara. Well, Bishop McNamara is the B, so that's 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 straight up number one. Um, and the re- there's a reason why I'm excited about Al- this. Aloysius result. Gonzaga. Where did Bishop McNamara? <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. All right. So, right. based All on right. the McNamara, Kevin, you obviously just figured that out. Proved he it. it already. He showed his benefit. work. He showed his he's work. Re- he's be- he, he, Bishop yeah. McNamara in the house. Okay, so um, we did some pre-draft homework. All right, guys. Um, and we had guys on the street, and we know for a fact that this player will not be available by the next time uh, that we draft. And so um, it is with great pride that on behalf of Kevin Ewald and on behalf of uh, uh, all you uh, old school Hogshaven fans out there, I get the opportunity to draft our current backup quarterback because I know somebody, maybe somebody who, who shares the same name. 
Kevin Hogan's off the board. T, take it away. You're not going to let me draft myself? <laughs> oh, no way. No, because I knew you he would. stole it from you. I stole he, it. He doesn't know his alphabet. I Give stole him a break. Him. <laughs> I stole Kevin So this is all-time WCAC. WCAC players who play in the For league. For my number one ever. pick, I'm going to take an, a certain individual who is not represented in the basement. Eric Metcalf mm. from Bishop O'Connell. Ran a, a touchdown back for the Redskins. Probably one of the first studs, for Schottenheim, if not the first stud, I understood was from the area that was killing it in the NFL. Yeah. Um, a, a guy that I, I actually was able to, for the, one of the first times in my life, look on TV and go, I could be that guy. Eric, Eric, Eric Metcalf. Metcalf. He sold newspapers. Daryl Snyder O'Connor put him in the lonesome polecat, and it's the first time I ever heard around here in my whole existence. Snap it to him, spread everyone out, and let him go. So he, I don't think I, I want to say if you were paying attention, he was signed late by Marty Schottenheimer to finish out as a punt returner for us, okay. um, and I believe he ran a ran it back uh, for a touchdown on his first touch, um, but he, he he didn't stick. I mean Schottenheimer played, you know, he was bringing guys in um, to show these guys that he had, as you will remember. Um, hey guys, by the way. Uh, this is a you, you. You do this for a living. Uh, have some pride. <laughs> this guy's off the street. He just ran it back. I also just want to point something out that uh, my my friend who I grew up with, who I, I've known in the crib, millennially, as a millennial, mm-hmm. does this on his phone, live on camera. <laughs> live on camera. Live on camera. Live on camera. No He's Facebooking. No shame. All right, you're on the Please. clock, sir. Um, all right. Wasn't uh, wasn't Westbrook from uh? Oh, oh yes. yes! You can't yes. steal my guy. Well, he's more millennial than you. Yes, what? You is. just got bone, dude. I'll take Ryan that. Westbrook. Ryan Westbrook. in the draw. Uh, so, um, foe, obviously. Yes. Uh, but a, a, a local great went to DeMatha Catholic, as they're calling it these days. Uh, finish out the first round for us. Well, that's all right. He played for Philadelphia, pick, so I wouldn't have taken him for that yet, reason. Because my guy's got a Super Bowl ring. Uh, Jay Williams. Yeah. Wake okay. Forest, St. John's, and nice. uh, when he played for the St. Louis Rams, yes, he was uh, tackling Steve McNair in the final play right. of the played game. Played basketball with my and, brothers. Uh, and was a great basketball player and at the St. Stephen's tournament, dunked on someone for the first time that I really was like, <gasps> and uh, a, a friend of mine, a friend of my family, and a great guy, uh, Jay Williams yeah. will always be my Before first puberty. round pick. It's a it's a solid pick and uh, well uh, well representing the fr- well rounding out the first yeah. round. Um, I'm at the top of the second round. I'm going to go uh, to the, to my roots. Another guy um, who is currently in the league, uh, wide receiver from your Bishop McNamara High School Mustangs, Brandon Coleman, um, six six, uh, could jump out of the gym. Uh, loves catching balls from Drew Brees. The Saints like him in their offense. Um, he's got a smile that goes for days. Um, he's a great representative for the Mustangs, and he's he's a he's a productive you know football player. I don't know yeah. if you have any. I don't think you would have played against him. No, we did. We played okay. uh, played one or two years okay. uh, against each other in high school. He, hard hard to play defense against that guy in high school. Uh, also, a heck of a basketball player too. Mm-hmm. But uh, good day. as you would good know day. on the hardwood, yes, yeah. right, yeah, through junior dual year, threat. Yes, well, triple threat if you include your, which uh, I love. I really love that. I love it. It's, it's, it's a dying breed. Uh, you know, 102 of 106 people that participated in the Super Bowl played multiple high school sports. Yep. I don't get why that's stopping now, but uh, the guys there now have done it, and it's all, understood. All the history we've done on when we, we last summer we did like by position best you know of yeah. all time. Yeah, 
and you went back and you read it all, the best players in history have been three-sport, four-sport, uh, you know, type of athletes, guys that can do We talked about that with Myron Flowers. I like Junior Burroughs, those guys. Yeah. All right, so uh, where are we at? Round two. T-track. I just started off round two. So. up, and then Kev. I'm going to take uh, Kevin Hogan has no idea who this individual is, but uh, a guy that um, always stuck out to me when I decided to go to the mouth of J.B. Brown, cornerback mostly with the Dolphins for a very long time. Just one of the best cornerbacks, in my opinion, probably one of the best cornerbacks in league history uh, with a longevity of 10 years in the league and, and was just always a, a gracious guy whenever I got a chance to meet him uh, when he came back to school. J.B. Brown, one of the best, uh, not only in DeMathis history, but in, in all of NFL history, in my opinion. I like it. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy that, that I had to play against a bunch in high school, Stefan Diggs. Uh, oh, he was definitely getting that was drafted. My third, yeah. Damn it. He was definitely yeah, go back to the God. phone. He's gonna have to you're gonna make him search. Play, played at Maryland, stayed home. Yep. Uh, which I respect and uh, now he's making a heck of a name for himself in the league and uh, I think he's only only gonna go up. He's a bad ass. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's representing the league, no doubt. Like we call it the league. He's done well. Another man from the league. I'm going with St. John's own Chris Harrison, who has redeveloped a huge part of Washington, D.C. And I've seen him grow up, and I've seen him be my friend, and I've seen everything he's done for his community and for St. John's College High School. And uh, not just that, for the league. He's he's a man amongst men. Uh, I watched him play for my dad growing up, and he looked out for me. Uh, Jay Williams and Chris Harrison, Kevin Plank would smear those mulberries on my face outside of St. John's Gymnasium, and those two would approach him, and I was the water boy and then the coach's son. They'd approach him. That guy would scatter. It was over. I knew knew who had my back was going to win that day. But in the long haul, I think I might have taken them mulberry smears. (laughs) There'd be a pair of sneakers named after him. Chris Harrison, thanks for being you, bud. All right, Man, so get back at that, the, the, the final round, this is your last chance, uh, your last bite at the apple. Um, it's, it, this good, is, this is an honorable situation. You've already stolen two of his guys. You can't steal any more of them. Um, I and I, and I, don't think, I don't think anyone's going with mine. I'm going to uh, stay at home again. Uh, Bishop McNamara High School, Forestville, Maryland. Tayoka Jackson played for 12 years uh, in the National Football League after, I believe, uh, not being drafted. Made a career for himself. Um, I, as a Ram, uh, he played in the Super Bowl and then lost to the Patriots. Um, I, I know that he was uh, in, he endeared himself to the Rams fan base. That he was voted to you know all time teams, 10, 20 year uh, teams, um, and uh, he was uh, voted one of their top 10 free agent signings of all time. Uh, very much appreciated, and uh, and I and I uh, and, and the field is named after him uh, now at uh, Bishop McNamara High School in uh, Forestville, Maryland. So. He is my Mr. Relevant, and uh, T, the, 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 the floor is yours. Well, because you took what was going to be my next picks, both picks right after I picked, I got to <laughs> actually default back to my own roots yep. and go with Tony Page, back when men were men, back when men and were fullbacks men. mattered. Yep. All right? He was one of the best that ever played the position, not just at DeMatha, not just at Virginia Tech, uh, but in the NFL history of the game, also just a, a great ambassador, a great guy, someone who came back to school all the time and talked to us, you know, not just about, you know, making it in football, but being a good person and doing all that stuff and uh, an incredible person and, and happy to know that uh, 
I can say he's a friend of mine, a guy that I've known for a long time, and great football player. That's awesome. Uh, sounds sounds a lot like the guy I'm about to name, who uh, went to Gonzaga, uh, went to Stanford, so I followed him there. Uh, oh yeah. Now 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 he's uh, going on, I think his <laughs> sixth year uh, in in Houston. Uh, Johnson Batamosi, um, who uh, was actually was actually like an All American rugby player in in high school. Um, rugby Gonzaga being one of the best rugby yeah, yeah yeah high schools in the country um, in the world. Went out to Stanford, uh, made a big name on, on on defense and special teams, and now he's like known as the special teams ace in the NFL. Um, Not a bad and, way to live. Very valuable, living. but uh, <laughs> I, I've gotten to spend a lot of time with him from from being from here with him, uh, being at school. We spend the off season, you know, spend some time out there, and then we do uh, some charity work together, um, like expanding football overseas. Uh, and he's just a great guy that uh, does a lot in the community, cares a lot, uh, is is a, a great guy to represent both Gonzaga and Stanford and NFL. So. Johnson Batamosi. Johnson Batamosi. Well, uh, with the final pick, uh, it would be ridiculous if we didn't remember how to restore the roar from all our experiences around here. And I know that when I ran quarterback sneak as a sophomore and a junior against a six foot four, 260 pound monster that ran sideline to sideline, Jamal Williams, a future yeah. stud at Oklahoma State, and a future two time all pro. Forget about the Pro Bowl. This guy was one rookie, of two guys. Rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the Defensive year. Defensive rookie of the year. All pro at two, for two years. Jamal Williams was a freak of nature. My dad ran a lot of quarterback sneaks, Kev. There's a lot of times I had to look back and just uh, be like. <laughs> <laughs> I, at that point, I was six foot, about a buck seven. That's it, yeah. He wasn't. Uh, our center would go left. Our guard would go right. There would be two guys like. <laughs> There's six inches to be had here, and sir, I'd just like to hand this to Jamal you. Jamal was, and you can go that way, and I'd be, I'd player. be fine with that. He was such a maniac. I say it I all the time. He'd be your number one pick, to be honest. I know, but I, you know, 1993 WCAC championship game. I was a junior playing against Carroll at Maryland Bird Stadium back at the day, is what it was called. 32 Division One signed players and four draft picks amongst the two teams, and 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 just a and he was the alpha male in just a league. Yeah. In D.C. And he was the alpha male at the next level and at the next level. It was unbelievable. He was one of those. He was one of those four big Yeah, I sometimes wake up in a cold sweat and think, we should start that 40 and over 250-pound league. I'm with you. Because he's out. He's out. Yes. He's Uh, out. uh, Well, that's also the key. Make sure he's he's not eligible. Whatever the measurements are. Um, you say you're uh, doing some charitable work. Can, can we um, promote it somehow? Uh, is there anything people yeah, watching uh, can do to get involved? So, so it's actually, it was actually started by uh, Gary Barnage, who was one of my teammates in Cleveland. Oh, um, yeah. Johnson Johnson was in Cleveland also. Uh, so so it's, it's called American Football Without Barriers. And um, I, I've gotten to go on uh, two trips with them now uh, where uh, do a lot of charity work in the community and then put on free camps. Um, they do it uh, in the U.S. Uh, in their hometowns, and I'm try- Johnson and I are talking about bringing one to D.C. too. That's great. Um, but uh, it, it's it, it's a lot of fun, and you know when we get the time off, it, it's nice to, to go out and do some some stuff and help some people. So. That's awesome, man. And so uh, foot, you said foot, American football without borders, Amer- American football without barriers, without yeah. barriers. Okay. Might as well, yeah. Might get, as well. Make sure we <laughs> get it all. Might as hey, well be. That's the website name. Yes, yes, nice. yes. Okay, so check it out. Um, listen, man, I mean, 
I hope you're feeling comfortable. Uh, we, we, we'll be back again next Tuesday. We'll see you or, you know, right now. Uh, no, uh, I'll, I'll that, be down in Richmond. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's no, true. He's, no, yeah, we're he's coming to Richmond. Check. He's got bed check. So I, what, I heard was, him call in what I heard was, them. come do it from my dorm room in Richmond with me and Alex Smith. No, I did not hear I that. I did not hear that. Nor did T. No, no, what I heard was... Uh, what we all shared. All We're going to be working hey, hard. Thanks for your time. Yep. Hey, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. You know, everyone you here is, has been pulling for you and always will. And now that you're yep. doing it right here, it makes it crazy easy. Yeah. But yeah. fun to just, you know, follow you and then and, and follow your whole journey. And, and thank you for sharing it with us in yep. the basement yeah, where we course. like to get things done. Man. Uh, as we joked about, but, in it, but you understand there's this very serious nature to the fact that um, the most popular man in town in Washington for quite some time, uh, going back decades. This might be our era. The backup quarterback. Than his. Uh, well, I don't I mean, know. The backup quarterback in his era was maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, the Babe Loffenbergs and the Billy Kilmers and the. Sure. Right. Uh, this is yeah, kind I'm of. Trying to a, think, there was some, I mean, there was a Brunel the Campbell Joe Theismans, year there. The Kurt Schrader. Yeah. Kurt, 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 Kurt Schrader. We grew up loving the backup quarterback under Joe Gibbs. Babe Loffenberg. Joe Gibbs always had the next guy ready. Mark Rippin, for that matter. Yeah, no doubt. Fair enough. The lost generation really embraced the idea of the next guy. All right. Well, I'm just saying. Well, that's why. This is an old school throwback right here. Yes, yes. It's a little different. That's true. That's right. We're working all this out for you, like uh, as we as we move through. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll uh, be hey, I'm learning. But we don't hide our love for the local guy. That's on true. That's true. No. And, and I appreciate that. And we Absolutely share your respect not. and admiration no, for Colt no McCoy. No disrespect we really to do. anybody else. He's from the league. Yeah, he's, he's a league guy. He's a league guy. Um, uh, the Hogshaven uh, community is, is way behind you. Um, uh, on behalf of them, I was hearing nothing but that. And today. he does exist. See, yes, he's yes, actually yes. here. Yeah, well, it's a it's a look alike. I mean, he didn't even bump his head. Junior Burroughs bumped his head on the ceiling. Yeah. But, uh, Hogan didn't. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, he's he's super young. He's probably gonna grow like another six <laughs> inches in the next couple of years. I'm guessing. Uh. <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, thank you for yeah, being thanks here. Thanks for having yeah. me. It was fun. Thank on behalf you, thank of you, thank First you. Amendment Sports, based in podcast studios all over Kensington, Maryland, he's Tim Strachan. Thank you. Appreciate it, Kevin. This man's Kevin Ricker. What a fun night. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you, Brian Stabby, for manning the, the helm there. On behalf of Kevin Hogan. Yeah. I'm Shout out to Gonzaga, I sh- the My Boo. Street Boys. And you know, yeah, we have a saying. Uh, we have a saving. Right, Kev? We have a saving, Kevin. Shout out to the defending WCC football champion. God is purple. Good God is the purple. St. John's Cadets, the, the defending <laughs> hey, champion. Just, uh, just uh, make sure you remember. remember. You see how well, I don't feel well, like I got to well, say anything? Yeah, because you ain't got nothing to say this year yeah, either, no, bro. No, <laughs> yeah, this is the St. John's Gonzaga championship we've, we've, season. We've yeah, we'll get back to you in the, maybe in a year or two. For we'll years and years and years and years. This is between Jeff, Kevin, and myself. We'll be back in the fall covering these high school teams that we're so passionate about. Trust me, this is what we're going to be doing while watching. The Kevin Hogan's play only what four or five years ago, you bastard that you're so young. <laughs> um, but we and we do have we have a ba- uh, there's a saying in the basement hashtag Aloha means cadets. Uh, we, 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 we've been working on that. We've been working no, on we that. Haven't. Yes, we, no, we, you, we've been working on it. That's the first time I've ever heard it. No, we uh, call everything the league. It's that's been it. in your text chain, sir. Knock it off. On behalf of Hogshaven First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was the Audible. <laughs>